Welcome, guys, to a new episode of the Analytics for You podcast. This is a space to talk about technology, digital solutions, and analytics in the healthcare field. My name is Mariel Montero. I am here with Ruben and Michael. How are you doing, guys? I'm doing great today. I hope everyone is as well. Michael, Mariel, how are you guys doing? Greetings, greetings. It is nice to be here again. Good. How are you doing, Mariel? <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> Today we have a special guest, Julissa Martinez, our application specialist in this Puerto Rico. How are Yay. you doing, Julissa? Hi, I'm very good. And you guys? Hello, hello. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bef before it we... Is so sorry, Mariela, I was a little slow there with, my, with hitting the unmute button. Julissa, it's a pleasure having you. You've only been with us for two months, I think, right? Two months? Three, three. months? Three months or wow, time is flying. Time flying. Uh, and and Julissa, com Julissa comes to us from with a lot of experience. She's a CT and MR tech, and uh, she's working for us in the digital solutions area as an applicationist. She was uh, even a, a supervisor or manager for the uh, radiology department in uh, Centro Comprensivo del Cancer in Puerto Rico. Right. So we are very proud to have you as part of our team. Thank you, Julissa, for joining us today. Have fun. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. I will. Before we get serious, could you tell me what's your favorite movie genre in is and why? Well, my favorite genre is fantasy because it imposes the imagination on creating many different worlds and characters. For example, I'm a huge fan of the Harry Potter franchise, which is fantasy and science fiction. I don't I know. I don't know. It's just it's, it's impressive how someone could have the imagination to create such a spectacular world in, in every single facet, because uh, J.K. Rowling, she's gotten herself in a little bit of hot water lately with all her political views. Yeah. But but from the from the standpoint of what she did with the Harry Potter world, it is unbelievable. And, you know, you go to Universal Studios where all the all the Harry Potter rides are and it's even better. It's just so cool. Yeah. You know, you get so submerged into it. Um, I'm also into the, those kind of fantasy worlds, but more into the sci-fi part of it. And uh, so I'm a huge Star Wars and Star Trek fan. I'm not one or the other. I actually enjoy both franchises. I know some people tend to prefer one over the other. I, I really like both of both those franchises. I don't think that uh, Disney has done a very good job with the Star Wars franchise since they bought them. Uh, I think uh, many of the movies have been you know, off base and it kind of shows that they don't know the characters uh, very well, but it's still such an enthralling world for me. I just love everything about it. And uh, it was the first movie as a kid. I was seven years old when I, when I saw the first movie, the Onion Hope movie, and I was just blown away. And I've always <laughs> been blown away since that time, but any single sci-fi movie, no matter how bad it is, I'll find a little bit to enjoy on it. And my second favorite one, uh, which is a little bit of a different, you know, departure is the zombies. Any any zombie movie as well, I'll just I'll get sucked into it. Right now, I'm watching the Resident Evil series on Netflix, and I thought it was gonna be really bad because most of the Resident Evil movies are horrible. I still love them, but they're horrible. And yet, uh, I'm finding some very good things about that that series. So, science fiction and um, or particularly the Star Wars and Star Trek stuff and uh, zombies. Those are my favorite genres. <laughs> How about you, Michael? What do you like? <laughs> 
Well, for me, it would have to be sci-fi as well, but more of a thriller, uh, um, you know, genre. And, and it has to do with, uh, with the end of the world, believe it or not. I really like, like the crisis management of, uh, you know, of the end of the world. <laughs> so, so, you know, I, I would like to think that I learned things uh, when I watch these movies, you know, uh, if, if it ever happens, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but the, the sci-fi end of the world and not much of a, a you know, the zombie um, genre, but, but more of, you know, what will happen if, if the world comes to civil unrest or, or, you know, a solar flare or this kind of things. I'm, I'm more of a, you know, <laughs> this, this, yeah, this really, of sci-fi. <laughs> Yeah, I like those movies too in the sci-fi genre, but um, it makes me realize how little I could last. Because <laughs> everything, everything has to work out really, really well for the main characters. And I'm like, man, I don't think so, you know? Uh, you, you, know see, you see so many ways to die in, in, in movies like that that I just can't see how you survive, you know? <laughs> you know, not too long ago, I was watching this series where, where uh, the characters were making every wrong decision you know as quick as they, they, they could so in, in in one episode you will see 20 characters just die out of the blue just because they 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 make these wrong decisions and, and you'll get frustrated but i guess that was the the beauty of the series you know because in every series you see you get to see all the characters survive and do well but but not in in, in this series you know <laughs> which is interesting and I think that's and I think that's reality. You know, I mean, you always see I fly a lot and you always see these movies where the guy survives, you know, a plane fall. And then and not only that, he then survives in the island forever. And I'm like, look, I wouldn't last 10 minutes. And it's very simple. I mean, for example, I, I wear contact lenses. How long can you go before your contact lenses are done? You know, and even if you even, even if everything else was ideal in the island, you have plenty of food, you have plenty of uh you know, of opportunities of, for catching food and water. And then, you know, a month in, you're, you can't even wear your contact lenses because they're just, you know, gone. Uh, they're, they're putrid. So, you know, what, you're blind from that moment on. How do you survive, really? Even if you have access to a lot of these things. So, uh, realistically speaking, there's just so many things that, that work against you for long-term su survival that, um, but you do, you, like you said, I like exactly what you said, Michael, where you, you, you kind of think maybe I, maybe I can learn something from this if it ever happened. You, know, you see the zombie movies and you're like, yeah, I would do it this way. I would do it that way. Yeah. You know, you're overwhelmed. It's a, it's a thousand zombies to one, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Emily also like. Great question, Mariel. Excellent question. <laughs> Emily also likes zombie movies too. Um in my case, my favorite genre of movies is action, superhero, or based on real life. I find that these types of, of movies are more entertaining and help me relax after a day. Mm -hmm. I am a super fan of action MCU movies. Yeah, you see these guys do, you know, something outrageous. Uh, well, when you see them, and I don't mean the Marvel ones, because obviously those are superheroes, but when you see, you mentioned the real life, you know, some of these documentaries and some of these movies based on people surviving, and uh, and then you think, yeah, I can do that too, you know, you get yes. all pumped up as if, as if you could really jump, you know, from one rooftop to, to the <laughs> other. Okay. 
Let's get into it. Julissa, could you tell us please about your work as an application specialist at this? Of course. Well, I work with the train the trainers part where I teach physicians, radiologists, technologists, and super users to use the PACS voice recognition and CPAC systems. Also, it's my duty to guide every user through the platforms in order to solve issues regarding the uses of usage of the system. Besides, I'm learning the technical part so I can collaborate more with my coworkers and learning stuff. Julissa has an incredibly important responsibility in, in the digital solutions area. Uh, we, we at this are uh, ardent believers that if you, you know, if we just give you the software, but we don't really teach you how to use it, um, you're certainly going to get, you know, take some advantages from it. But, but the power lies in knowing how to use it very well. And uh, when Junisa joined us, I told her, and, and I remind everyone about this, you have to keep in mind that everybody can learn something new in the sense that there's a curve that can be measured uh, on, on your knowledge. And we all start not knowing anything about whatever subject it is that we pick. So like if tomorrow I told any one of us, hey, you know, you're going to become a mechanic. Many of us, including myself, would be like, well, I don't know anything about, you know, mechanical uh, features in a car or anything like that. I don't know anything about it. How do I, how do I deal with this? And, you know, so you're going to be a novice. You just won't have any, any, any expectations about it or any, or you, you'd actually be afraid. Um, and then, you know, you may even nowadays, you may even just look at a YouTube video. And the first thing that you learn is how to change the oil in the car. So, and it's, you, you start realizing, well, maybe this isn't as hard. And then, you know, you actually start, you know, working with somebody who really knows about the, about the system, about the cars and about the, the mechanics. And all of a sudden, you know, you become an intermediate user. And from, from going into an intermediate user, then you said, hey, I might actually want to make a profession out of this. So you become a professional, you become a pro, an advanced user. And that's the learning curve, and it can be measured. It can be measured with certifications. It can be measured with exams. It can be measured with just follow-ups and you know, seeing how the person is actually uh, uh, taking advantage of, of what you're teaching them. And so that's, that's where Julissa comes in. Julissa is, is a very advanced user in many respects because of all your great clinical background and your experiences inside of these uh, institutions. And so now it's a matter of uh, making sure that all that knowledge that you have gets transferred to the people that you work with, because if you do transfer that, then they go from that in that curve, you move up that curve from novice to intermediate to advanced. And even the advanced users always have to be humble enough to say, there's something that I don't know. And you can see that right there with Dulisa's answer. Right now, she's trying to learn more technical things because obviously her knowledge is in the clinical side. So she's trying to learn more technical things. She's being humble about there are things that I need to keep learning so that I can, you know, do this better. So, Julissa, like I said earlier, I am very thankful uh, for having you because you do bring a skill set that uh, is just, just so beneficial for our customers. So, thank you. Thank you. Well, I have a question. I have a question. Um, yeah. Julissa, so not too long ago, we encountered a, a client that was very far away. It was in Kamui. Can you tell us about that experience? We, we refer you uh, the, the case, the case, excuse me. We, we refer you the client. And can you tell us about that, that experience? Yeah, we went there like a couple of weeks ago to um, evaluate their, 
risk system that they are using, which is um, one of the systems that we work here in the digital solutions department. And they were having some issues with the interfaces and the workflows. And we needed to make a, an assessment, a profound assessment of which is the workflow they are going to work with because they were having issues also with the EHR system that they used there. And they wasn't um, very sure which was, which was the workflow they were going to use. So we needed to make a thorough evaluation of how are things going to work there between the EHS and the risk system in order to um, create a, a workflow proper so that the job can keep going, like they don't get interrupted between patients because of some issue with the interfaces. You know, I spoke with a client uh, last week and they were very pleased with the interaction. They, 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 they <laughs> in a way, um, they, what they told me, and, and this is verbatim, right? They said, we didn't know you had a person that would, that would do this for us. And I said, well, you know, uh, you can always call us and, and let us know what your needs are and we will find a way to provide the service for you. And I'm very, I'm very glad, very glad you, you got an opportunity to reach out and, 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 and to help our clients. Ruben? Thank you. Whoa, man, what I loved about that is that I had no idea that you guys had done all of that. And all of a sudden, I see your written report uh, via email and uh, I was blown away, Julissa. <laughs> I, express, I express it to you individually yeah. I, I i think I, that that is that makes such a huge difference when you go visit a customer for whatever reason even if it's something very simple you were a customer so you know and that's why you're doing yeah. a lot of these things so you know when you when you go visit a customer and then you document what you did no matter how simple it was it just puts a, a ribbon on the gift you know i mean it, it, it caps it all off because then they know okay you came in i did this these are the recommendations i'm making so on and so forth, and, and they can use that document, that, that email to, to kind of as an action item type of thing. I mean, we're all human. We have so many things going on. If we don't take the, the, the 10, 15, and in this case, probably took you half an hour and it's, it was well worth it. But sometimes it only takes five minutes to write an email to, 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 or write a note to yourself or to, or to somebody else so that you, you have it as a to-do, you know, in your to-do list. Um, and it's, it's just powerful. It's powerful when we write things down. And when I saw that report, I mean, I, I was jumping for joy because it's just, it's such a powerful statement about the value of that visit. And, uh, con you know, again, congratulations to you, but um, it's just, it, I'm, and I, I don't mean it, I don't mean it here to, to sit here and tell you all the great things about you, Jolisa, but, you know, this, is, this wasn't what the podcast was about, but the, the concept of what you did, really powerful. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I have another question for you, Yulisa. Uh -huh. Can you expand on the world dynamic of our digital solutions team? Yeah, well, it's very exciting actually, mostly because I'm new in the company. Um, I just turned three months with you guys uh, as of yesterday. And they are, my work team are being extremely helpful with any doubt that might come to mind. Also, when I want to learn something, they teach me how it's done and how to do it, even though I did not study anything related to the computers. So they are being very, very helpful and very patient with me since I'm, like Ruben said before, I'm just the clinical sort of expert. 
And the technical part is very unknown to me, but having the ability to reach out to them and they are willing to help me no matter what, um, it's just very great, actually. Yep, we, you know, the, the it's a different dynamic, obviously, than, than what you come from, obviously, because you're, you know, we're not in the, in the clinical setting like you are day to day, you know, where your tasks are kind of measured every single day, there's something different. Uh, I'm sure you've seen that already. And, you know, when you, when you get used to the same people every day, then, you know, you know, you, you do the good and the bad with them uh, and, you know, you deal with it. But when you're working with, we have dozens of customers when you're working with yeah. some things are going to be very challenging. Some, some things are going to be a little bit simpler, uh, but what you can count on is that it, it'll never be the same. So, you know, the, the only constant in life is change and i'm sure you live that every single day so i know yeah, it's exciting for you i know it's got to be exciting for you because it's always been exciting for me to deal with stuff like that so um, i know that that i i bet you're loving it so yeah and the teamwork with them it's very great it's just like we we have any issue going on and we had things better than one and it's just great actually it's it's been great thank you Yulisa. it's good to have you here is what very interesting to hear everything you taught us and all the good things you bring to this and your world team. This is a wrap for today. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Julissa, for joining. It thank you all for listening to us. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Goodbye. See you later. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you.